You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. And now we're live on my Instagram camera. And I hope that we're live. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There it is on Facebook Live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement. You, I think everybody could, could tell right away how much more excited I am when I do my podcast in the actual basement. Because when I'm on the road, I'm like, okay, here I am. But when I come down to the basement, I'm like, okay, here I am. And I get to be in the house I grew up in, behind the bar where we hung out with dad and mom and the family our whole lives. This is the basement. And tonight, I have a real-life brother from another mother who's from this town, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my friend, Jason Parker. Thank you so much for coming down, Thank brother. you. Appreciate it. Thank Good you. to see you. Let's start off by saying how nice we look in these great shirts. <laughs> this is a good color. He looks a little bit better than I do because he got some kind of a tan. Did you go somewhere? I, I was uh, in Florida a little bit. I was in the British Virgin Islands last week. So, uh, yes, I have a little bit of a tan. Okay, so let's start right there. See, I told you, I never know where I'm taking this show. <laughs> the British Virgin Islands? British Virgin Islands. So I didn't even know where that was, if you had asked me a couple of years ago. I don't know where it is. And so it's, it's near St. Thomas, which is the U.S. Virgin Islands. Right. And so I had heard about this place. And what do you do at this place? You rent and charter a boat, and you go on all these little islands. You go on an adventure every day to a different small island, and you see things that you would normally never see unless you were on a boat for a week. Is that right? It was amazing. How did this all come about? I was just talking to some friends and people that love to travel, and people kept saying, have you been to the British Virgin Islands? I said, I don't even know where that is. And they just kept telling me about it, and I said, I don't know if I can live on a boat for a week, and I don't get seasick, but it's close quarters. What is this all about? They said you go to all these different places, Virgin Gorda, Joost van Dyke, which was my favorite, um, all these amazing smaller island, s islands, some of which had a population of 200, 300. We went to one island, population five. Really? Five people lived on this small little island in the British Virgin Islands. So and it was what, what do they do, cry when you're leaving? <laughs> hey, don't leave us! Can we go with you? <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> That's wild. Come on, really? It was insane. It was The British Virgin Islands. So how do you get there? So we had to fly into San Juan, Puerto Rico. So San Juan, North, Puerto Rico, okay. North New Jersey to San Juan. Then San Juan to Tartola, which I had also never heard of. That's <clears> never heard of Tartola. Largest I heard island. heard of Tartufo. That's right. <laughs> Tartolo. Never heard of it. Largest island in the British Virgin Islands. And right. then the boat picks you up from Tartola, and you plan your itinerary in advance with the captain, and the captain takes you to the most amazing places you'll ever see. So you, you sleep on the ship, mm -hmm. boat. Mm -hmm. How many other people? Uh, there were four other people. So me and my girlfriend Amanda were there, my brother, and uh, another couple. Someone just sent us money. Thank you, Mike Marino, always being a great supporter of Live from My Mother's Basement. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I told you, when we hear the bell ring, that's people sending in some money, so we just made 500 cents. Thank you. If you guys want to support the show, all you have to do is go on my Facebook account, which is Mike Marino Live, on my Facebook fan page. You can hit this little button. You can send us little applause, hearts, 
SARS, and when we hear that bell ring, we know we made some cash. And if we make more cash, I'm going to get to go with Jason to the British <laughs> version Islands. <laughs> I uh, know a little bit about the British Virgin Islands because I entertain on cruise ships and they go to St. Martin, St. Kitts, St. Thomas. There are certain areas of the islands that are British and then the other side is U.S. U.S. Um, there's another one too. What am I thinking? Not British, but something. It'll come to me by the end of the show. And uh, they change their money, too. You could be on one street and go to the next street, and the money changes. But this is all, of course, very close to the Bahamas. So the water is really, really clear and beautiful. It's always a nice day unless you catch a storm. I've never done what he was just talking about, to be on a boat close quarters. I mean, the other two people you knew? Yep, yep. It was uh, another uh, couple that, friends of ours, my brother and my girlfriend. So five of us total, four cabins on uh, on the uh, catamaran, power catamaran, and we cruised. A catamaran. Kind of scary. Does it, did, did they take off? Does it go, like, you know, fast? Do you actually... It was calm. It was kind of, it was a nice, like, cruising from one island to another. Wasn't, wasn't quick. Um, very peaceful, very relaxing. It doesn't seem like a catamaran's actually big enough to have a room and a kitchen and a shower. It does? It had all of that. It had a kitchen. It had a great deck in the back where they had a table where we ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, it had four cabins. Each had their own bed, bathroom, shower. It was, uh, it was awesome. So let me ask you a question now. You, you say it has all these amenities. Uh, who was cooking the food? There was a chef. A chef. Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> he lives there? He lives on the ship? He lives on the ship. No there, shit. There was a, a chef, a captain, and a, and a stew. So we had three people uh, helping us out, and they were terrific. Uh, really, really terrific people that, that made the week just incredible. I want to do that. That sounds like a fun time. There's somebody from Scotch Plains actually saying... Uh, Virgin Gorda rocks. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Virgin, we, yeah Gorda. Virgin Gorda is good. Yeah, we did go to Virgin Gorda. This is a Scotch Plains uh, friend, uh, Ingrid Becker. Um, nice to see you, Ingrid. And there's my friend Mike Marino. Go Kraken. What does that mean? <laughs> um, when I entertain on these cruise ships, of course, they seat like 6,000 people. And, yeah, you get a room. And every once in a while, you do see these... Um, Maybe a catamaran. I don't think I've ever seen that. It must be pretty big. But you see these yachts, mm -hmm. million-dollar yachts, mm -hmm. and you wonder where these people are going because you see them taking off, but then you don't see them in the deep, deep ocean. They're going someplace else. So that's, that's really, really cool. Well, that's where he got his tan. That is correct. He got a tan. Correct. He got nice color. I, uh, I, I tend to not get color anymore. I'm afraid I'm getting older. I don't have that... Uh, Bandizolet thing going on in my world when I went down to the Jersey Shore to uh, to party with everybody. All right, so uh, there's Maria Manor. I got to do a quick shout out to Maria because I'm performing with Maria this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Canada. That's the Canada tour awesome. I was talking about. So Maria, stay tuned. We're going to talk about you and I getting together this weekend in British Columbia, which is where I think you said you haven't been. I have not been. Have been. We no. got to get this guy to Canada. He's been to the uh, British Virgin Islands. <laughs> so, uh-oh, got a little problem over here. We'll fix it. Come on, you son of a bitch. All right, we're still good. Jason, I asked to come on the show tonight. Obviously, we're wearing shirts. 
These shirts are really cool, actually. It's a, actually a feel-good shirt. This feels really good. You're bumping up. Because I had one of your other ones. It was like a button-down one from some time ago. That's right. And that was nice, but it was long sleeve, a little warm. This is a little bit more summertime. It's blue. Look at this. We're talking canine resorts. Now, Jason, you born and raised in Scotch Plains? Born and raised in Scotch Plains, five blocks from here. Is that right? Yeah. Holy right by Evergreen shit. School. That was my ah, elementary Evergreen. school. I went to Evergreen. Did you really? <laughs> awesome. So we're, we're, we're neighbors five blocks away. We went to the same school system. It's, uh, it's just awesome to, uh, to be together. Yes. Um, I went to Evergreen, but I was born in Jersey City. Okay. So my first uh, two years of school, three years of school, kindergarten, first and second, was in the city, Catholic school, wearing a tie, suit, uniform, getting your hands beat up by uh, nuns. Then I moved to Scotch Plains. Then we did Sunday school at St. Bart's mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that we could stay in the catechism. But Evergreen, oh, what a great school. And this school, ladies and gentlemen, Evergreen is behind the high school, which mm -hmm. is across the street from the junior high. So this is one of those towns where everybody really knows everybody in a good way, and they care about each other. And the sports, the athletics, the food, the camaraderie is just stellar. You feeling me? Absolutely. Totally agree. My hometown, love it here. Couldn't call any place home other than Scotch Plains. So huge shout out to everybody, all our friends and family, uh, neighbors in Scotch Plains. <laughs> Go Raiders! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was in... Uh, Evergreen, we used to go out for, uh, I guess, recess or whatever, or play, play dodgeball in Absolutely, the back. in the back. And um, hopscotch. <laughs> they, they, they had basketball, they had the jungle gym, the and they had the baseball gym. field and the soccer. They had everything. They still do. It's just a little bit more watered down, because I remember when we played on the jungle gym, it was made of metal. <laughs> And you hit your head, you bled, and you said, that's okay, I'll be all right. <laughs> and do you remember it were tires? It was the tire. Do you remember when they had, that was what you would play on. They would call it the tire park. And you'd go out there, and literally you're climbing on, like, monster truck tires. They took all that away. Yeah, well, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember the monster truck tires, and you would go home looking like you had charcoal on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they took that away. <laughs> but my parents still live on Sunrise Court, which is across the street. I could see my parents' house, if you're standing at Evergreen School. And that's where we grew up, and they're still there. That is wonderful. I like people who stay around for long periods of time because there's no reason to leave. And I actually have the house I grew up in. We're really here, and we got big things that are going to be happening with this area. I remember when I was in Evergreen, everybody would get against that one particular fence at the end of the, uh, let's say, field, and watch the high school marching band mm. take over. Mm -hmm. And it was just unbelievable. It was a famous marching band. I don't know if you know this, but in 1978, the high school uh, Raider marching band actually was the stars of a Samsonite luggage commercial. Really? The, yeah, you didn't know about this? I did this? not know about they, that. They took the Scotch Plains Fanwood High I School. I love it. I love it. Starred in a TV commercial where they were walking on top of the Samsonite luggage. And the thing was... Samsonite luggage is so strong, it could actually withstand the Scotch Plains Fanwood High School marching band. And then they marched on top right, of the luggage. you got to get me a copy. i got to see Oh, this. it's got to be all over the it's internet. Gotta be. Somebody's got to send that to us. Google. Send it. Send it in. It's 78, 79. I believe it was 78. 
And I was across the street watching, and I'm like, I want to be in marching band. So finally, when I got to be an adult awesome. <laughs> and go to high school, I got to be in the marching band. In fact, that drum set over in the corner is from when I was 13 years old. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. But uh, that was the good old days. So, see, we love this town because people are nice. There's a lot of cool things to, uh, to see and do. So you graduate from high school. Where'd you go to college? I didn't. You didn't? I didn't know. I started, my brother and I started our business. So growing up in Scotch Plains, love dogs, and our parents are just not dog people. So we tried to do everything that we could to convince our parents we have enough responsibility to get a dog. It wasn't about the responsibility. They're just not dog people. So we started watching our neighbor's dog when he would travel. And we said, this is, we can actually make this into a business. So we did. And a couple of years went on, but when we were in the prime of our business, we were doing over 100 dog walking visits a day in Scotch Plains. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, we rewind a little <laughs> bit. We've got to get your brother into this, uh, the mix here. His brother is Stephen. You say he's two years older than you, so he didn't go to college either? He did not. So these two guys out of a, uh, a blue-collar town, Scotch Plains, New Jersey, graduate high school, and they said, you know what, let's do something different. And it is different. So... Um, we're going to get into now how he became the CEO of uh, Canine Resorts. So, you know, it's kind of strange, like what makes somebody think this would be a good business because there's a lot of people who, I don't know if you call it babysit, but walk dogs. And you see them at the dog parks. Mm -hmm. You could tell who actually owns, owns the dog or who's there with six, seven dogs going, all right, let me get these dogs back in an hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you babysat dogs? What would you call it? Pet sitting. Pet sitting. All right. Sitting. So I didn't know the term. Pet yeah. sitting. We started with pet sitting and dog walking. First in Scotch Plains, literally in on your street and the surrounding streets, which is not too far from where I grew up. Um, and then we, 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 we just did it for fun. And then we said, wait a second. We're on to something here. We can turn this into a successful business. So we started growing, growing, hiring people. Um, and before you knew it, we had a dog walking business. In our prime, we walk over 100 dogs a day with our team. And then one day, we had a client in Westfield that said, can you go? We used to walk her dog every day. She went on vacation. We have to let everybody know that Westfield is the rival town to Scotch Plains. <laughs> Scotch we Plains still family. Love Westfield. <laughs> <laughs> we love Westfield. <laughs> but we really love Scotch Plains. Somebody found the YouTube Samsonite luggage no commercial. Way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to watch that. There I am it is. watching that. Anybody That's, who's watching, we, there you go. Two guys from Scotch Plains telling the truth. That's crazy. There it is. Scotch oh Plains Fairwood High School Samsonite luggage commercial. I'm, I'm watching that tonight. Money! <laughs> <laughs> and we just made 200 cents. That's awesome. How exciting. Thank you, That's Lynn awesome. Marie. I appreciate you. Anybody who wants to see the commercial, it just popped up on my Facebook fan page right over here. How do you actually, let's say, someone says, hey, listen, I noticed you've been walking some dogs, and I have a dog, and I can't walk my dog because I have to go to work. Um, could you do it? How does that even work? Like, I, what do you charge? How do you say, okay, every day at 9 I'll pick up your dog, or every day at 12 the dog's coming over? How does that work? And, and then, I mean, I remember when I was younger, people didn't really do the whole poop scoop. Mm. That became a thing. Back, you know how that became a thing? No. Someone was on a radio show, and they were doing pooper scooping. I think they were on Howard Stern. And they, they were bragging about how successful their business was 
And then the whole world heard it. The IRS heard it and locked the person up because they weren't reporting anything. That's a true story. Oh, really? And then it became a thing. Then it became an industry going to people's houses and cleaning up the poop in the yard. And think about it. It makes sense. For 15, 20 bucks a week, they come and they clean up your whole yard and you don't have to do it. I think it's a great business. We don't do it, but I think it's a great business. Well, we got to say hi to Marianne from Fanwood. She said, don't forget my town. We love Fanwood. That's where it all started. So I grew up in Scotch Plains. But the business is in Fanwood. That's where we started. That's where we have the flagship resort, our corporate office that represents the whole country. So thank you, Marianne. Love Fanwood. I'm there every day at work. So absolutely love Fanwood. Well, Marianne, we are now going to have to explain exactly what that is because there are people <laughs> watching from around the world right now, and this is going to confuse them. Mm -hmm. It still confuses me. All right, so here, listen up. Scotch Plains, Fanwood are two towns. However, Fanwood is in the center mm -hmm. of Scotch Plains. Scotch Plains actually goes around it. It's kind of strange. It's not that big. I don't even know how big Fanwood is. One square mile. One mile. One mile that's completely surrounded by, by Scotch town. Plains. But I guess for some historical reasons, because it's a very historical town, for some historical reasons, they never changed it to just one town. They actually have two police departments. <laughs> but you can live on one side of the street and cross over and be in another town. It's the oddest thing, and it goes back to a long time ago. This town is just filled with nostalgia. Are you familiar with, you know, the black golf course and the shady rest and, and the houses from the 1600s? There's a graveyard up the block that's older than anything you've ever seen. It's really, really cool, but... Um, so shout out to Fanwood. <laughs> Love Fanwood. Fanwood. Love Fanwood. I mean, that's of Scott course. Plains Fanwood. That, that, that's our place. Yes, and we all wear the same colors, blue, gold, and white, hopefully. So anyhow, go ahead, though. Um, see, I, didn't, I never had a dog growing up, so I wouldn't know about walking a dog. All I remember is when we used to walk dogs, when we used to see dogs when we were younger, if the dog pooped, nobody did anything. It just sat there until it turned white. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes, some time would go by and you would kick it. <laughs> kick it. The, the dog the would poop, kick The poop, the <laughs> poop, yeah. It turns white. Oh, my it God. It doesn't turn white anymore. It's because people are great and they clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, one thing leads to another. You start walking a lot of dogs. How do you say to your brother, um, why don't we open up a, a hotel for pets? Yeah, so we had never, we had never at the time, this was 2002, we had never heard of a dog resort, dog hotel. Um, it wasn't a thing. Even today, I mean, it's not that popular. It's popular. I never knew it was a, a resort. 20, 21 years ago, there was no, no one knew about it. We always thought there's kennels. You can hire a dog walker or you can go to a kennel. So we had a client in Westfield. See, I didn't even know that. A kennel? is a place where you would put a dog for a day or two if you were going somewhere? Correct. So it's basically, that's how the industry that we're in started. We're a resort, right? So it's like- I, I always thought a kennel was a place you put your dog because you didn't want the dog. Mm -mm. Oh, excuse me, you didn't want the dog. That would be a shelter. Oh, okay. Yeah, a kennel is a professional facility that will board your dog while you're away. But the way I kind of describe it is just like in the human hotel industry, there's all different types of hotels, right? There's Holidays Inn, uh, Marriott, Ritz-Carlton, Four Seasons. Same thing in our, well, there, that didn't exist in our industry. In the boarding industry, there were only dog kennels. So in 2002, 
We had a client that said, can you pick up my dog from the dog hotel? My brother goes, yeah, give me the address of the kennel. She goes, no, this is not a kennel. This is a dog hotel. So now we were really curious, but absolutely. So we went, we picked up our client's dog, and we, we asked the person at the front desk, we said, how many dogs can you hold? She said, 110. How much do you charge? She told us. Picked up the dog, got in the car, and immediately said, now we're starting a dog hotel. We said, we love the industry. We love pets. That's why we got into it. We love dogs. We had a dog walking company. It was doing well. But how can we grow and take our business to the next level? We're going to open a brick and mortar physical location, and it's going to be a dog hotel. It's not going to be a kennel. It's going to be some place that the dogs will actually like going to, love going to, and the clients will love and appreciate a quality facility with top-notch training and customer service. Wow. That's, uh, that's genius. Now, I think I was at your first resorts hotel. That's the one in Fanwood. Correct. That's the first one. That is correct. So a bunch of years ago, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but you sponsored me and uh, John Bramnick when we were performing at NJ Pac mm -hmm. in Newark, New Jersey. We went over to there and we did a commercial. Yep. We did a TV commercial, which is actually at MikeMarino.net. It's still there. It still airs. It's under a category of sponsorships for Mike Marino on tour. I never, never took it down. It's still, awesome. still up there. That. So and that's it's, the original it's not gonna go. It's the original. And I remember going there to shoot the commercial with my producer, Tatiana, who's still producing uh, this show, and her husband, Cody, who directed it. And we went over there, and I remember going, wait a minute. <laughs> this resort for pets is nicer than some hotels I've stayed in. And I'm like, wait a minute, you could do what your pet gets? What? I mean, it took me forever to swallow. There's the, the desk when you walk in. Um, it doesn't look like it's a, a resort for pets at all when you walk in. It looked like an office, like maybe you're going to see a chiropractor or a doctor or something. And then when I went around the back and I saw all the, the dogs having so much fun with each other, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm checking in. I need to stay here. So I got to tell you something. The resort that you filmed that commercial in Fanwood, original resort, then we started franchising the business. We started building larger and larger facilities. Then we bought the building next door that I don't think you've been to yet, and we've expanded. So we went from 3,700 square feet to 15,000 square feet at the location in Fanwood. It is, it's like the iPhone, right? They started with version 1.0. Now we're on version 4.0. It, it puts the, the resort that you originally saw to shame. You have to come by and do a tour again and maybe do some filming at the brand new Canine Resorts in Fanwood, New Jersey. This is just, just like a, a, a Cinderella story. <laughs> so they open up this place, right? Canine Resorts. You notice he calls it a resort. It is a resort. <laughs> it's a resort. <laughs> Where's your dog in the kennel? Not even How about a hotel. you? At a resort. <laughs> it's not a hotel, it's no. the resorts. <laughs> um, I remember now, if I'm wrong or I'm a comedian, just exaggerating the truth. I could have sworn they said the dog could get almost anything done. You get a haircut there, a dog could get a haircut there. They were doing the nails on the paws of the dog. So I'm not really familiar with all this. Um, what, did somebody tell me that there's a therapist for the dog, or there's a, what what 
What's different about your place other than it being gorgeous? So it's it's the whole experience that the experience. <laughs> it, it's the experience. The dog gets an experience. <laughs> Come on now. I'm telling you, it, the best way. Where to was your dog it. at the kennel? Where was your dog having a canine <laughs> resort experience? <laughs> It's true. It's absolutely true. And we're catering to two clients, the four-legged and the two-legged. So the dogs are happy. Their owners are happy because it's not just about the luxury. And, and, you know, we can sit here and kid and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It looks like a five-star hotel for people. But what's special about it is the, the way that we build them, the materials that we use to keep the pets safe. So the floor that we have has microband built in. No one knew what microband was up until a couple years ago with I COVID. I still don't. It keeps everything clean, and you're able to have a an environment, a flooring that, if a dog has an accident on, it doesn't spread bacteria. It it has it kills bacteria on contact with oh, the floor wow. that we have. So we have special floors, special cleaners, special ventilation systems. The biggest thing to make a boarding facility successful is ventilation because you're going to have a lot of dogs in your facility and you don't want you want to keep everyone safe. So the better ventilation that you have, we invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in each resort that we build in ventilation alone. A lot of people don't know that, they don't realize to the extent what they know that we're making big investments, but they really don't have the full understanding of the technology that we have at Canine Resorts that makes us the market leader. So is it just dogs or are there cats? Just dogs. Just dogs. Canine so this is dogs. Resorts. Canine. Not feline resorts. All right. Well, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Canine. So what does the dog get? So let's suppose in, I have a, a pit bull. It's a nice pit bull. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference between what you charge a pit bull or a, I don't know, a shih tzu? Is, you know, how do you rate it? Like, uh, how do you charge? Yeah. And what is offered? Sure. So to sum it up, the two main services that we offer are overnight boarding and doggy daycare. So you're asking more about boarding and how do we charge. It is dependent on the type of accommodation you choose for your dog. So for we have four different accommodation types. We have two compartments, which are smaller uh, environments for dogs that, you know, either puppies or people that just want their dog to feel more comfortable in a smaller space. And then we have a room, which is called an executive room, and then a luxury suite. And the cost will vary depending on the level of luxury you select for your dog. <laughs> Has anybody, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, listen, we would like the suite. Yes. <laughs> Just for a couple of days. Some people won't go away unless they get the suite. A lot of people won't go away unless their dog will be at Canine Resorts. They won't go uh, somewhere else. Do you show the rooms? Like Absolutely. How Come in for a tour at any of our locations across the country. It's 25 locations open right now with another 112 in development. Jesus That are Christ. signed for... 112. In process, in the next five years, those 112 locations will open. As a matter of fact, we're opening 15 more locations this year. So by the end of 2023, we're adding 15 more and 25 more next year, 2024. So I guess by now you're not really uh, over at the place in Fanwood checking in dogs anymore. You can find me sometimes at the place in, I'm at the corporate office next door. Oh, they got the corporate office. But I'll be, I'm people, my customers will tell you, they'll see me at the resort in Fanwood, the resort's down in southern Jersey, out in Florida. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the field. 
so dogs get like let's say a fancy room to an average room just like a human being going into a hotel uh the rates vary what else is the is an offer for a dog was i wrong when i said they can get a haircut there so they can get a dog bath we don't do grooming which is what you know cutting the hair trimming the nails things like that but we do an awesome bath we use lay pooch shampoo <laughs> imported from paris all right we'll be right back after this commercial break lay <laughs> <Le> pew <laughs> but it, uh, honestly we've tested is it a pew lay <laughs> <Le> poo poo <laughs> it does a phenomenal job the dogs look great they smell great their owners come in and say what did you bathe my dog with because they're cleaner when they went home than when i dropped them off and it's Le Pooch. It's, it's an amazing product. Le Pooch. That is hysterical. I'm going to have a whole new stand-up routine about where <laughs> I put my animals for the weekend. Le Pooch at Canine Resorts. He's got the back porch. <laughs> so we, we do bathing, uh, not grooming. We do the boarding. And we do doggy daycare. Now, doggy daycare is something that really became popular about 20 years ago um, when we opened. We weren't the inventors or creators of it, but we certainly were one of the few facilities in New Jersey where we started here in, in Fanwood um, that offered doggy daycare. At the time, no one really offered that. There were only a very select handful of places throughout the country that offered doggy daycare. And doggy daycare is great. It's a group play environment to socialize your dog and give them exercise and socialization. So it's basically think of a large gymnasium where dogs get, at least that canine, pre-selected. So you have to be, um, you have to go through a screening process. Your dog has to go through a screening process to make sure the environment is safe and your dog's a good fit and a good fit for your dog. And it's just a all-day group play program where dogs play with each other um, inside and outside. All of our resorts have outdoor areas connected to the doggy daycare, um, which is a brand differentiator. Not every competitor has that. Um, some competitors have doggy daycare, and it's all inside. And it's like, would you ever want your dog to only be inside? To me, it doesn't make any sense. No, I would want to. I would want them outside playing. When it's nice, and when it's not so nice, you keep them inside for most of the day. But they're still going to the bathroom <clears throat> outside. That's so interesting. Now, have you ever had? I mean, of course, there's going to be some dogs you feel like going. Listen, I, I don't know. Your dog is a little too out of control. It's taking bites and cheap shots at other dogs. <laughs> I mean, does that happen, and what do you do? Yeah, so as I mentioned, every dog has to go through an evaluation, and they have to pass. So if they don't pass, then that just means that group play or doggy daycare may not be the right fit for your dog, which is fine. You can still board them with us. They will get private play and private one-on-one -on -one attention with a member of the Canine Resort staff. It's unbelievable. It's just like being treated like a human being. It really is. You know, we really wanted your dog to uh, play outside with the rest of the dogs, but uh, yeah, a little out of control. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna put him in the uh, doghouse. <laughs> Where's your dog in the doghouse? Damn! <laughs> so only dogs, though, huh? Only dogs. Only dogs. Wow, it, it, it's almost like I wonder if you have a, like a division of felines. You call it? Mm -hmm. What's the cat? Cats, yeah, felines. Feline, the little division. On the side but hey wow so that, that's a lot of dogs at, at any one given time does anybody ever come in there and say listen my dog would prefer to just be alone yeah absolutely and we're happy to accommodate that that's why we have the beautiful luxury suites executive rooms a lot of times 
Um, they'll pick one of those two options if, the, if their dog is not going to doggy daycare because they're cage-free and it provides more space. So when a dog goes and, and boards with us overnight, they're in daycare all day. And, and so w when, when that happens, it's great because the dogs can run around. They're, not, they're, they're entertained. They're with their friends. They're with a member of the staff, multiple members of the staff. But there's some people that just say, I prefer my dog to be on their own. And then they get one-on-one -on -one walks, playtimes, a lot of fun with the staff. And the staff loves that. And we have dog lovers. That's who work for us. Great people, super passionate. Um, so whether your dog's in daycare or boarding and, and has its own private room and doesn't play with others, either way, they're having fun at Canine Resorts. It's just amazing. Now, I have to ask this just one last question. We'll turn it over to some people. Is it 24 hours? I mean, is there somebody there at 3 o'clock in the morning? So we're monitored uh, overnight. We're monitored 24-7. We have security uh, systems, fire suppression systems, sprinklers, um, totally monitored 24-7. Um, staff is typically there from about 5.30, 6 in the morning till about 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. And then the dogs are put back to their room or suite after that. And they're really sleeping throughout the night because they just most of them went to daycare. So they are tired. They're exhausted. You don't know how many times we get in the next morning and we have to wake up the dogs because they've slept throughout the whole night. They're exhausted from playing with their friends. It's amazing. You know, it's funny. I have to bring some comedy into it. Do you ever, you know, assume like there's like uh, 8 o'clock, all's quiet, and all the dogs are sleeping, and then you hear like, hey, Lassie, <laughs> Lassie, what are you doing, honey? <laughs> go and go. Come on, let's go play with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get some kibbles and bits? You get some kibbles and bits? That's another question, too. Do the people tell you what to feed the dog? Like, what do you, how do you break down the food? When do they eat? Yeah, so we follow the instructions that the owner provides for us. They can bring their own food, or we have um, a house diet that, that we serve. So whatever the client prefers, we're happy to do it. It makes you think, well, it makes me think of that picture with all the dogs dressed up in uh, suits with cigars around a pool table. <laughs> and they're probably at the resorts going like this. Excuse me, yeah, I don't eat this. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in a suite. Where's the pancakes? <laughs> it seems when you watch television these days, the commercials for the food that dogs get is almost better than humans sometimes, you know? They're, but, they're um, certainly upgrading. I mean, think about 10, 20 years ago. People would just go to the supermarket and buy whatever the supermarket had in stock as dog food. Now you can get anything you want from basic to super premium. You can choose if you want fish only, chicken, beef. It's, it's absolutely amazing what is available today. And it's all because people love their dogs and they care about their dogs and they want the best for their dogs. Dogs are family. So you go from one place to two, three, and then all of a sudden you're franchising like Jersey Mike's. Is that right? Yeah, it's That's true. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And we all know that Jersey Mike's started in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Right now we're actually getting a letter from Big C's Italian Grill, who stopped by on his way home from work tonight and brought us some food. So now might be a good time since we're talking about dog food. Now we're <laughs> going to talk about human food. How much per rent a month I want to move out there? Well, someone who just dropped us off some food is actually saying 
that uh, they want to know how much how much it is. Well, wh yeah, what are prices? How do you do it? So it's going to vary by location. Um, even within New Jersey, it's going to vary by state. But a good rule of thumb, if you're looking for overnight boarding, um, an average rate $75, $80 a night. And that's all inclusive. So that'll come with your boarding for overnight. It'll come with the food. It'll allow your dog to go into doggy daycare, run around, play with their friends, or have the individualized one-on-one -on -one attention with the staff. That is amazing. It's just really amazing. I, uh, I don't have a dog. Does anybody, now here's my last question, then we're going to move on. Does anybody look at the, the dogs there and say, I don't want my dog playing with those dogs. <laughs> I want my dogs separate. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid of the whole pit bull thing. And, and how, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, if, if someone says, hey, I want my dog to stay on their own, they can absolutely do that. They get their own private accommodation. Um, and your dog will just get the one-on-one -on -one attention with the staff. Most people want their dog to socialize. They want their dog to have that fun running around, doggy daycare, inside, outside, um, really ha just having a good time, and then they'll elect for that service. Amazing, genius, and folks, I know a lot of people, dogs are expensive, but my best friend, look at all these great, great letters that we're getting right now. We're going to take some questions from everybody who's watching the show right now, but um, we have a friend who dropped by, and his name is uh, uh, Clemente Semino, who's from Italy, and he has a food truck in Plainfield, New Jersey, which is not too far from where we are. We consider him a Scotch Plains guy, and uh, he wanted to bring us some snacks for tonight's show, so we're going to show you guys exactly what he he donated to the show. Guys, can you hold that down just a little bit because I can hear you and why I want to do what we're doing with we're doing with Mr. C's, Mr. Big C's. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen, if you would. <clears throat> this is neighborly. This is Scotch Plains. This is homespun. This is delicious. Normally I would have taken this out of the box, <laughs> but this presentation is so incredibly gorgeous that I will show you exactly what this is. There's a food truck, which is on uh, Terrell Road in Plainfield, New Jersey. It's called Big C's Italian Grill Food Truck. And the guy who owns it is Clemente Semino. He's from Italy. He's a fellow Scotch Plains boy now. And you can look him up on Instagram at Big C's Italian Grill. Now, I thought... He was going to just stop by with a hot dog, maybe a grilled cheese or something. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's all say holy shit at the same time. <laughs> Bam! Is that out of control? Look at this. Can't, this is just out of... Uh-oh, watch this. In this box, ladies and gentlemen, I have sausage and peppers and onions on one. I have rodilla, which is cheesesteaks and honey barbecue and uh, onion rings. And I have a classic cheesesteak with cherry peppers. Bon appetit. It smells incredible. It's, I'm, it's, I'm looking at it, and, and, and my mouth is watering because it smells outrageous. Not only did he bring over that, and there's onion rings and, and, and french fries. Look how old school this is. When you, when you bring a bag and it's stapled together. I knew exactly what this was. I knew what this was before I opened it. Three cans of Canada Dry. 
napkins, because we're going to make a mess, and a couple of forks. So here's what we're going to do. Jason and I are going to taste these uh, sandwiches. It's all going to drip down our arms. We have plenty of, uh, of this over here like this. And uh, one of our friends that brought this over is uh, Jim Checchio. So, Jim, why don't you sit in that chair right there at your spot? And another friend who hasn't been here in quite some time, who used to bring food here every Tuesday night, even when the snow was out of control, uh, he just uh, surprised us. So why don't you get a, a chair over here? Well, maybe over here if you don't uh, knock into the, uh, knock into the uh, electrical cords. We've got to keep this program going. But we're all going to bite into some insane, if you wouldn't mind putting this over there, sandwiches. But, uh, oh, it's Johnny Salami. Johnny Salami. I forgot. Grab a seat, my man. Okay, so here is some uh, honey mustard. Here's some ketchup. Here's some more honey mustard. All right, Jason, what would you like? Uh, well, what, let's run through those choices again. What are, what are the three? Uh, this is sausage and peppers over here. Yep. This is uh, cheesesteak, and this is cheesesteak. I'll do the middle cheesesteak. Middle cheesesteak. All right. Holy Jesus shit. Christ. Thank you. Bam. You know what? I'm going to do the middle cheesesteak, too. If you guys would like to uh, grab yourself a sandwich. Here's some money. <laughs> Let's show everybody what that looks like. Amazing. Look at this. Look how much food is in there, first of all. It smells insane. I can't wait. Big to C's is the best. Big C's. Let's do this. All right. Mm. Oh, Holy shit. Oh. 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 Outrageous. Really, really, really good. I gotta take another bite. Guys, mm. you could sit. Sit. Now that COVID seems to be a little bit more over, we let our friends drop by. Johnny Roast Beef. You never really got to see. You only got to see his hand. Johnny Roast Beef. Who the fuck is Johnny Roast Beef? Johnny Salami. <laughs> Sit over here at the bar, guys. Big C's Italian Grill. He's saying thanks, guys. No. Thank you. Amazing. I, got, I can't wait. I got to bite again. So he has breakfast and lunch? Right? I think over on the... I want to say breakfast, road. lunch, and dinner. Nice. Folks, if you're in Scotch Plains, if you're in Fanwood, if you're in Union, if you're in the state of New Jersey, here's what you're doing. You're going to Big C's Italian Grill Food Truck. It's in a parking lot near a ball field in Plainfield. 200 Terrell Road, Plainfield, New Jersey. You can look them up on the internet at Big C's Italian Grill. Say hello to my friend Clemente Semino from Italy. This is some serious good food. You would never think that this is in some food truck in the middle of nowhere on Route 22. 
This is the real deal. This is gourmet food in a food truck. The truck even looks fantastic. It's gorgeous. It's, it's black. It's on the corner. He even has a phone. It's 908-403-3172. I don't even want <clears throat> to imagine what the other ones taste like because I'm stuck on this one. This is the honey mustard. Look at the cheesesteak. Guys, are you looking? Holy shit. Look at how full that sandwich is. And the bread. The it's bread. So fresh. Bread is delicious. There's only two places you find a cheesesteak sandwich like this. Big C's Italian Grill and Canine Resorts. Because <laughs> <laughs> we eat good, the dogs eat good. I can't believe I'm eating this sandwich like this. We are going to be eating until 3 o'clock in the morning. All right. <clears throat> Let's take in some questions for my guest tonight, Jason Parker of Canine Resorts. Anybody want to know anything about Jason, his brother Stephen? Where's Stephen? Stephen, uh, he's around. He's, uh, he's somewhere in town. He couldn't make it tonight? Couldn't make it tonight. He had a prior engagement, but he's, uh, he's around. My family was owned the pizzeria Cost Street Canine Sonio Pizzeria. Yeah, nice guys. What's that? So there was a um, when we opened, there was a pizzeria across the street from Canine Resorts called El Sonio in Fanwood. Had great pizza, mm -hmm. uh, great pasta. I would go get penne vodka, which is my favorite. Um, but I literally walk across the street from the original facility to El Sonio and eat some really good Italian food and pizza. Wonderful. Here comes a question for Jason. This comes from Magdalena in Canada. Do they require kennel, cough, para, virus, yep. Yep. and rabies or other shots to check in? Yes. So um, we do. We require the standard vaccines would be uh, what you just mentioned, rabies, distemper, uh, canine influenza, and bordetella. Those are the th uh, four vaccinations that we require at Canine Resorts. How many dogs can your kennel, does it hold? Uh, every, everyone is different. Um, so typically around 70 dogs can board overnight. Another 70, 80 can go to daycare each day uh, on an average resort, but it can certainly be, uh, can certainly be more. Someone asked, are, are we ordering big C's at the office? I couldn't see who that, probably. Probably somebody who works exactly. for you. Exactly. I would. I think we have to have big C's come and move their truck and have a, a party one day at the office and, and provide this amazing food for everybody at Canine. I'd love to do that. We've done that before uh, with, with different food, uh, you know, catering places. It would be awesome. Manju with Michelle, who was a chef on the show a couple of weeks ago, says the sandwiches look amazing. And you got another question over here. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> when will you be on my show again? <laughs> um, this one's coming from John's Meat Market on mm. Park Avenue in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. We always bring our dogs there. It's great. Great Thank people. You. Great family. Really great family. Local business. Another great local business, John's Meat Market. I mean, talk about great food. Insane. Here's a question coming in for Big C's Italian Grill. Oh, it's from Big C's Italian Grill. <laughs> All right. Hi, Mike from Boston. Hey, guys in Boston, how you doing? 
you have a canine resorts in Boston? Not yet. Not yet. We love to. We offer franchises. So if someone in Boston is interested and would like to learn more about how you can open up your own canine resorts franchise, they can visit caninefranchise.com. So if you would like to be in the canine resorts business and you want to open up a, a franchise and be part of the, uh, the success that the Parker Brothers are bringing out of Scotch Plains, New Jersey, you go where? What's it? I'm eating this amazing <laughs> food here. You can go to canineresorts.com or directly to canine, letter K, the number nine, franchise.com. Either one, you can learn all about it. Be happy to uh, to speak with you about how you can become your own boss and own your own Canine Resorts franchise. How many are out there now? So right now we've got 25 that are open. 20 of those are actually franchises, and five are locations that are owned directly by the company. Um, and the plan, and we have signed franchise agreements to expand into. 112 additional locations in the next five years. And those locations, some of them are in development. 15 additional locations will open across the country in the year of 2023, and an additional 25 will open in 2024. Somebody said all canine resorts should have a Mr. C's truck in the parking lot. <laughs> Deborah, 1282, says there's a canine... Uh, resorts in Warren, New Jersey. Are you affiliated with it? Canine experts in Warren. Yeah. No, I'm not. That might be training or something. We are not affiliated with any canine experts in Warren, New Jersey. Do you pick up and do you deliver the dogs? We actually don't. Um, some of the locations, uh, some of the canine resorts offer that service through a third party. So there's other like independent contractors that uh, we work with that will do that but we don't offer it at every location, and we don't offer it um, directly through canine. There's so much involved with canine resorts. Big C's has the best sandwiches and subs around. Forget about it. You can't forget about it. Why don't you have one you of can. these sandwiches? You can't. And cheesesteak. I love cheesesteaks. You didn't even know that. <clears throat> this cheesesteak to me is just, it's just so different because of this honey mustard or honey barbecue sauce. With It's just different. Nobody took any of the sausage and peppers. These guys over here, they took the... Uh, they were smart. Uh, they went for the cheesesteak. They went for the cheesesteak mm -hmm. with the peppers. Awesome. This is, pro is probably hot. I shouldn't be getting this quiet, but I can't stop eating this sandwich. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to come on and get fed tonight. Yes. I said, well, we're going to have a good time. We're going to laugh. We're going we're gonna to reminisce about Scotch Plains, but had no idea I was getting fed tonight <clears throat> with... With, with such a treat. Neither did I, actually. These are <laughs> unbelievable. But tomorrow morning, when I do the morning walk, I'm actually going to go over to Big C's Italian Grill and Food Truck, and I'm going to interview him before he opens the truck because he says he makes scrambled eggs and potatoes like our parents made back in the day, eggs and potatoes and onions. This I got to see on a nice hoagie roll. How does it compare with cheesesteaks from actual Philly? Oh, excuse me. One bite, everybody knows the rules. Oh, that's from uh, the Dave Portnoy uh, Barstools guy. That's his, uh, his thing. One bite, everyone knows the rules. Could you ever eat one bite of this? No. How could you? I, I, I want to eat the that. whole thing. I want to slide the box over. I'll have some more. 
If you want to know how this cheesesteak compares to the Philadelphia cheesesteak legendary places in Philadelphia, <clears throat> it might even be better. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Start the war. <laughs> better than Phil? Yeah. Show us the onion rings. I can't. They're all over the place. <laughs> and Johnny Salami ate the wings. <laughs> the rings. The rings. This is out of control. How does it compare? It don't compare. It's great. What a sandwich. NJ Richard, how you doing? Better than Philly. Yes, it is. This show is so quiet. What's that tell you? This sandwich is better than anything I've ever eaten on this show. And I've eaten a lot of things on this show. I've eaten a lot. That really sounded bad, didn't it? <laughs> I've eaten a lot of things on this show. <laughs> but this is the best thing I've ever eaten. Get your mind out of the gutter. This is really, really wonderful. I'm so glad that you came down to the basement and talked about a lot of, a lot of, um, a, a thing uh, that a lot of people are just not familiar with especially if you've never had a dog. You wouldn't even know. But folks, you've got to go on the Internet and just take a look at some of these places so that you can see we're not even kidding. It's a nicer hotel than people stay in. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I remember when I went there, I'm like, wow, these lucky dogs. <laughs> All right? Are there um, any pet owners out there that just – are completely uh, repetitive and they constantly come and there's a lot of people leave, that come leave the dogs all the time. There's a lot of people that when they're at work Monday through Friday they drop their dogs off every day. They're there when we open at 7 a.m. They don't get back till five six o'clock at night from work six thirty. We're open Monday through Friday from seven to seven. So a lot of people come every day. Their dogs make fr makes friends, and they just drop them off and they go to work and they pick them up on their way home. Hey, wait, I got a good question. Any dogs, you know, <laughs> become better than friends? <laughs> you know? Look, if somebody put you up on the Internet, came right, came, caninesorts.com, luxury dog daycare. <laughs> Love it. Is Love that it. you guys? That's us. That yeah. is us. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Appreciate that. No, really, does, um, do, do people come with their dog and say, hey, you know, maybe they'll hook up? People do come and say, my dog's friend is coming today, my dog's girlfriend, my dog's boyfriend. And, you know, they're people, they're neighbors, family members, and they want their dogs to socialize. So the, they drop them off at Canine, and they just, that's the, uh, that's the meeting place. That's the hangout. See the way he put that? <laughs> this guy's got class. I mean, I sounded like a mook from New Jersey. I said, did the dogs ever, you know, hook up? He's like, well, you know, if they would like to socialize. <laughs> do the dogs have to be fixed to stay there? So they do not have to be fixed to board overnight. They have to be fixed to participate in daycare after they're 10 months old. I believe it's 10 months, uh, around the, the one-year mark. They have, to, uh, they have to be fixed to participate in daycare. But to board with us, they do not. Do you know how many cities the town, the, um, the, the places are in? Town, city, are there any places where they're not allowed? Yeah, yeah, there's, a, you know, there's certain places that it doesn't make sense to open up a canine resort. A lot of times <clears throat> if it's uh, very close to residential, the location that we're looking at, um, 
we you know we wouldn't go for that location. Um, so yeah, there there certainly are places where it makes more sense, and and, and that's where we locate. I hope I didn't make a gavone of myself. <laughs> that had to have been one of the best, if not the best, cheesesteaks I've ever had in my life. I mean, come on. It was awesome. You it ate was... yours a lot faster than mine. I, I, I went slowly. I couldn't help myself because cheesesteaks are one of my favorite. Cheesesteaks, pizza, pasta. I mean, I that's know. all you need. You can live on that. You know, why don't we go there? His last name is Parker. I didn't think this man was Italian, but he is. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom. My mother is from uh, uh, Avellino, uh, near Naples in Italy, and came here when she was 16. So uh, my whole mom's side of the family uh, is from Italy, speak Italian. Um, it's just awesome, just great, great culture, great food. What is Parker? Parker? Um, Your dad. Yeah. Uh, so we were raised Jewish, so that's that. We can, we can talk another hour about that, but I don't think we have the time. Wait a minute, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. So we're pizza bagels. You know, we got the Italian, we got the bagels, we have the best of both worlds. An Italian kid who's half Jewish. <laughs> That's the best of both worlds, right? He had to kill somebody, but they didn't want to pay for it. Perfect. <laughs> what happened to Joey? He's at the doggy daycare. <laughs> I can't even breathe. I ate that sandwich too fast. <clears throat> Folks, seriously, we have a lot of fun on the show, and you know we always have food on the show. But today I and uh, tonight I just want to say how thrilled I am that our friend from Scotch Plains, New Jersey, Mr. Jim Cecchio, uh, Johnny Salami, and our new, brand new friend, Clemente Semino, who's from Italy, who has this incredible food truck. He also does private chefing. How do you say it? Private chefing? Private events. Private catering. He comes to your house event. and he cooks for you. It's Big C's Italian Grill Food Truck, 200 Terrell Road in Plainfield. Look him up on the internet at Big C's Italian Grill, 908-403-3172. So we got to get going, but why don't we listen to uh, Jason right now, who's going to tell us how you can bring your dog to a canine resort. Yeah, I, I would encourage anyone just to come check it out. If you're not familiar with the brand, go to the website, look at the pictures, watch the video, and then just stop by the canine resorts that, that, that's in your area and uh, check it out because it's really something special and you really have to take a tour to understand and appreciate everything that we have to offer at Canine Resorts. So definitely check us out. Folks, I suggest you drop by just to see that I was not kidding. <laughs> this is one of the most gorgeous places that a human could stay. Thank you. But he has dogs staying there. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> We're all gassy. <laughs> See, a lot of talk shows wouldn't do something like this. We don't care. <laughs> We're from Scotch Plains. We, we do it our way. We do what we want. <laughs> I'm full of I'm full of Canada dry ginger ale right now. <laughs> and a cheesesteak. It was really, really incredible. Um <clears throat> so you and your brother are both at all the same social media. Do you have a personal social media outlet that you want to throw out to everybody? I would just stick with the uh canine resorts. I think that's the best way to go. Check us out on Instagram, check us out on Facebook, visit the website. Uh, tell your friends, ask your friends. I bet you a lot of your friends uh, uh, could be customers, and, and, and they could tell you all about how much fun their dog has coming to doggy daycare, staying overnight. You know, that's the tough part about it when people have to travel, whether it's for work 
or if it's for pleasure, you don't want to have to worry about where your dog is, how your dog's being treated, are they having fun, or are they not having fun? And you can be rest assured when your dog's at Canine Resorts, they're having fun, they're well cared for, they're at a, a, a facility that is the number one rated pet care center in the United States of America. Holy and that's smokes. not by me, that's by the industry. Um, the, the Pet Boarding and Daycare Services Association has given us that honor every year since the inception of the award. So that's something that we're extremely proud of. Could you imagine the, the dog owner coming to pick up the dog and like, come on, come on, Petey. Time to go. And the dog's like, no. It's happening. No. They put the, we call it putting the brakes on. Their owners come. They get embarrassed. We get embarrassed. Really? We bring their dog out, and they go like this. And really? they turn around. They want to go back in because they're playing. They have friends. They, they're, they're running around having a good time. So the, is it like school that the dogs actually look at each other like, hey, Joe, how you doing, man? <laughs> yes. Where, where were you yesterday? Well, you know. <laughs> that Amazing. is hilarious. It's incredible. It's a, some clients get offended. And we try to explain to them, hey, your dog loves it here. That's a good thing. Right? Could you imagine the dogs could actually talk, hey, what did you think of that poodle? <laughs> hey, the way she wagged her tail. Now, now, now. <laughs> All right. We got to get going. Thank you so much, Jason Parker, for coming down the basement and having some fun with us. Hey, listen, folks, I'm getting ready to go out on tour. I know we got my schedule this right here. Uh, this Thursday, I'm leaving for Canada. That's right. We got three shows in Canada. Anvil Theater in New Westminster, uh, the Paramount Theater in Kamloops, and the, the, the Da Vinci Theater in Victoria. From there, I'm headed out to California. Got a big show on uh, April 29th at the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood, California. May 1 through May 7, I'll be at the world-famous Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. That's at the Tropicana. And then a week later from there, I'm going out to Dubai to entertain everybody in Dubai. From there, I'm going to Governor's, and then from there, I'm going on a cruise ship. Not the ship he was on with only five people and a private chef. I'm going on a ship with this 6,000 people, and you never get to see the chef. But you know what? Maybe I'll bring a cheesesteak with me from Big C's food truck, all right? I want to do a nice big shout-out and a thank you to my producer, Tatiana Blueshell, for always doing a wonderful job producing the show live from my mother's basement. I hope you guys will stay in touch with us. Of course... I'm at MikeMarino.net, but this show is now forever on the Internet, and you can keep on watching it, and you can watch it repeat. So if you forgot anything, you could tune in again. We're on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Italian American Radio in New York City, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Patreon, and if you've got a question for me, just write me at MikeMarinoFans at gmail.com. We got to get going. Remember, let's make America Italian again. The motto is you don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, and you don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my podcasts by saying the same thing with my guest? Don't take no shit from nobody. Ready? Don't take, take no shit from nobody. nobody. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, I am. Thanks for listening to Live From My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.